back, everybody, to another episode of the Unsung Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, Rico, a.k.a. Phantom Recon. And with me, as always, is the great Buttered Biscuits. What's up, everybody? And returning with me once again, my brother, Shadow Alchemist X, a.k.a. Nandol. Hey, hey, hey. And also returning with us once again, our good old pal, El Tacoma, Jermaine. Hey, what's going on? So as you know, guys, well, you know we're coming close to the end of the season. Actually, today this is our finale, season finale of season three. However, we do want to make some announcements. We will have a bonus episode coming up for the month of July and August, and we will return in September for season four of our podcast. Before we get into our podcast today, I just want to give a thank you to everybody out there listening to us and all the subscribers uh, to our to our channel. Thank you, I really appreciate it. Since uh, I guess. What what we use for to create this podcast that got bought out by Spotify, and now I'm seeing all these different statistics and everything on it um, from our listeners. So it's pretty cool, and it's cool cool to see everybody out there listening from the United States to our Canadian friends up in the north, our Mexican friends down in the south, and of course um, the other listeners all around the world as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. And with that said. You know, today we're just going to talk about, I guess, the recap of the year, and I guess I'm going to start off first, but before we start into that is Spider-Man. Now, I know my fellow co-hosts here have not all seen the, the film. I would just simply say it was simply amazing, and I recommend y'all watch it, and hopefully I can avoid the spoilers, because as you know, they're showing or talking or posting everywhere about this film, so well, hopefully y'all yeah, can was avoid it. So you said the movie was amazing. Was it spectacular? And it was it was spectacular as well. Yes, it was. <laughs> is it superior than the last one? It was it was superior. Well, in my opinion, it was. I talked to uh, Tonyo, who's not here with us today, but hopefully he might he might join us later on. But if not, uh, he said that it was okay. Uh, but I'm not gonna say much much to it. He has his thoughts on it. Um, but for me, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I think. No, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Just just go watch it. It's really good. And actually, this summer coming up, we have a bunch of movies coming out because uh, when we're, when we're before the film started, you know, I was going to show a bunch of trailers. You know, The Flash is coming out. Uh, Transformers is coming out. Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, well, and obviously for the kids, Elemental and this other movie called The The Kraken. So yeah, definitely, definitely a bunch of good films coming out. What do you say across the Spider-Verse is the ultimate Spider-Man film of the year or of all time? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, there's just a bunch of films coming out, but so far it is it is uh, on the top of my list. I don't have any other Spider-Man titles to throw in there, so I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I only do Spectacular, Amazing, and, and Ultimate. Ooh, and, of course, Jose already said Superior. <laughs> well, with that, I guess, uh, Nando, I guess, like, if you want to tell us about all the games that you played in, in your recap, and I guess of all the games that you've played so far, uh, which one would you say was your favorite this past year? Oh, man, that's a great question. Like, I actually had the opportunity to play some games that came out this year. Usually I wait like a year because they're expensive. But I've been fortunate enough to buy some new ones this year, and I'd say the best one that I've played so far this year, I mean, it's going to be my game of the year, probably. It's uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. I think that's um, that's just a game that I've played more than other, uh, other games in 2023 so far, although Diablo 4 just came out, so I'm going to be playing that soon. What about you, Jermaine? 
Ooh, man, I don't, I don't know. I can really think of it. I mean, I really haven't played a whole bunch of games, but the ones that I've played, I have enjoyed. Like, uh, we got Wild Hearts, Stray, uh, the one you actually you streamed it the other day, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot I'm to play on, that I'm one. Like, I'm about halfway done with it right now, so, and I'm enjoying that one, too. But I don't know if I'd say I have a favorite game for the year. Well, it's for uh, the year so far. It's not definitive yet. Yeah. Yeah, so far, I mean, everything I've played so far, yeah, I've enjoyed, except for uh, a game that, you know, we don't want to talk about no more. Which one? Warzone. Oh, right. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. But, uh, I stopped uh, playing it, dude. Uh, same. How about you, Butter Biscuits? You got on the list. Oh, I got a couple in the pipeline that I've been, that I've been playing off and on. You know, you know, the backlog keeps on stacking up. Um, I can tell you right now, the games I've beaten this year so far, I beat Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, uh, uh both, both Leon and Claire's story. Um, let's see. Um, uh, beat Pokemon Scarlet. Finally, I took a really long extended uh vacation from that I just got to the point where I was just like, I just can't play it right now. I just don't have the time. But uh, uh, I can tell you, I, I, I've I've beaten a couple games on the Teenage Mutant Turtles uh, Calabunga collection, which is a fun collection. If you can find it on sale, really great pack to pick up. Uh, Right now, I, uh, I'm i still in the middle of playing Marvel Midnight Suns, which is a really cool game, uh, as well as, uh, of course, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and I recently picked up Street Fighter Six, which I'm just having a blast with that. I've been streaming that for a couple days. Uh, I finally took a break from that, just to kind of kind of wait until Twitch can kind of give me some, some data on uh, what's the best time to stream it, because apparently late at night is not a great time for fighting games, but still, the game is fantastic. Pretty much part of my far. I think out of all the games that I mentioned so far, I think that one's by far just the best fun I've had with a game that I can just pick up and play without having to worry about a deep storyline or quest or an open world. Just get in there and square off. I think right now that's just my uh, that's my my favorite game right now up to date. Uh, of course, we have uh, several games coming out this year. In fact, uh, several showcases going on, which hopefully next month we'll be able to talk about a bunch of them. Uh, in our bonus episode, so but yeah, um, there's a couple games I'm looking forward to, but right now, Street Fighter 6 has my attention, and so does Tears of the Kingdom. So that's me right now, awesome, awesome. And I guess, uh, for, for me, I mean, really, right now, it's Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'm playing that game right now, and I think I've mentioned this, uh, as well when we had uh, Michael on or aka Turtle on um, that last, last week that. I'm now trying to beat this game, and I'm rushing, kind of rushing through it because I'm. Um, oh, oh, well, I guess this is. I guess something to tell you too. I, I actually I got a new job. I don't know if I, if I brought that up or not. Um, so I'm I'm starting a new job on on Monday, and uh, I, but I feel like this job is going to keep me very busy. Um, so that's why I'm probably going to try to rush and beat this game. Um, and then if I have time, go back and beat all the side missions and, and everything. But I, I've really enjoyed the game so far. I've been exploring a lot. I mean, I haven't even un- unlocked everything or at least uh, opened up all the maps. 
locations yet, but I mean, it's, it's so vast and big, um, but I'm going to have to do it later um, because like I, 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 I at least want to beat this game. So that way I can say that I beat it and, you know, see what happens in, in this ending of this game. Because um, I'm just hearing a lot of good things about it. And I mean, for me so far right now, this game is game of the year so far. Makes sense, especially considering it's a Zelda game. Like, there's going to be some tough competition this year, but that is going to be a top-tier Game of the Year game. I know uh, the best thing to do, if you guys uh, just don't want to spoil anything about the game for you, uh, TikTok has a whole dedicated network to Tears of the Kingdom, and uh, people, are calling, people are calling it War Crimes of the Kingdom because of the things that, that Link is making in this thing, like like dive bombers with like missiles and crap and just helicopters and just so much stuff. It's just amazing to watch. So just to see the support this game has gotten and uh, seeing what, what I don't think Nintendo had in mind, they thought they had in mind for what people would, would construct with the, with the different uh, game mechanics you can do in this thing. It's it's phenomenal. So yeah, I definitely agree with Rico. This is going to be and, and Jose. It's definitely going to be a, a a game of the year contender. Oh yeah, and and especially with more games coming out this year too. I mean, we still got Spider Man Two is going to come out. I hear that's going to be a contender. And I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Wolverine. I think is that game coming out this year too. I thought it was, but I think it's probably going to be a 2024. I don't think they got. I don't think they want to release two Marvel games in one year, especially yeah. with as big as they are going to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. But I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I mean, Spider-Man Two is gonna have have no competition with the game that comes out from Nintendo next month. Tears of the Kingdom, heh. that's all about Pikmin Four, baby. Boo! <laughs> Don't boo the Pikmin, man. Those things are things are creepy. Oh yeah, and, and we also have uh, I guess um, Jedi. Um, so we still have that that game that came out too. I haven't played it. That, that that's a game I do want to play too, but. I mean that one. I'm, I might wait um, until it goes on sale. Like I played the last one. I really enjoyed the last one, but this one, I don't know. Like I'm not that, I guess, attracted to it so far. But you know, if it comes down to a good deal, you know, I, I will get it. And again, hopefully, I'll have time to to play it as well. I'm also hearing Dead Space is a, a game of the year candidate as well. Um, and and Resident Evil. Uh, the remake for uh, I hear is a good candidate up there too. I know y'all, yeah, y'all played it. I mean, would y'all would y'all say it's at least at least a candidate? And yeah, maybe it won't win, but do you think it's a candidate? It's a good possibility it can still win, but that game and like uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I think, are going to be top tiered uh, game of the year this year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hogwarts. That's right. That that game came out too. Like, oh, I know that did really good in sales. So, uh, well, also Tears of the Kingdom too. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, I guess it's gonna be a, good, a real good one this year. I can't wait for us to do our game of the year this year. I think I think I think with enough uh, games that we've that have come out so far this year, uh, I think we have a really great list of people to vote on for the game of the year this year. It's gonna be amazing. I like. I'm literally excited. For the decisions that people come up with this year, it's gonna be fun. Hogwarts, the Hogwarts game of the year. You know, <laughs> I'm calling right now. Hey man, I, last year I, did, I said Elden Ring was gonna win, and guess what happened? <laughs> Elden Ring won. Yeah, but you know Elden who should have won? Did, did win, yeah. And uh, God of War. I mean, I guess it. I played both of them. I guess when they both came out, and as much as I like God of War. 
Um, I mean, just I, I just like the story and Elden Ring and the gameplay and it it was really good. I mean, I'm a big out of War fan too, but I mean, Elden Ring just had it just had more to it, I guess. And and you, I, I can see the argument for Hogwarts just because it's a uh, I guess it, it's a kind of like a new kind of kind of original game as well. Where, like, you know, every, everybody knows about Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Like, we all know it's always going to be a good game. Um, but I do I do think the new, the mechanics that they've added to the game really help it. Uh, I guess make it better than the last game. I guess. I just like that with the Tears of the Kingdom, they basically took what failed with Banjo Kazooie and just threw it into Zelda, and now it's working great. Oh yeah, from nuts and bolts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like when I saw Rico playing it, I'm like, oh, that looks like nuts and bolts. Like that looks like just that game mechanic. But that's great because that game didn't do that great. But luckily, like that idea still is alive and well and it's, and it actually does work if you implement it right oh well, i mean we'll see we still got time we got like six months yeah we still got six months until you know we find out the final cast and stuff so we'll see and spider-man that too you know and, and i know uh recently we've been uh playing or at least we've been trying to jump into the world of fortnite and uh i guess i actually tried it the other day for the first time ever i've never played it before and uh, when I was when I first started, I just like you know just play. I didn't know what I was playing. I didn't know there was different, I guess, game modes to play. I just you know the option was to play. I pushed the triangle button to start playing. I played my PS5, and uh, yeah, it started off like you know, Apex or any other battle royale game. You know you're flying. You have to drop drop in. And when I did, um, as soon as I landed, like I was trying to find where my weapon was, but mine came out to where um, I was holding a pencil and paper and like he was drawing blueprints to build a wall and i was like what is this like i need to oh. like I'm, I'm trying to grab my, my where's my weapon and i'm over trying to push buttons like like switching out how to get my my weapon out i couldn't get it out and then somebody somebody dropped in right in front of me he had a gun on him and, and luckily they sucked like they were shooting like for for a good minute trying to shoot me and drop me but they can't miss it. I was just jumping up and down as, as, while I'm trying to, I don't know, build this wall or do something because I, I couldn't do anything. Uh, and in the end, I was able to get the pickaxe. I guess I had a pickaxe and I was just trying to swing it at him. But because I was coming at him now, I think I was an easy target and he just killed me. And, and that was my first attempt at Fortnite. That's my story. Uh, I'm definitely going to need to practice a lot more. I'm going to need a lot of work from that first time I played it. So, um, I, but but I hear it's it's really good. And now that I think you you played it for the first time the other day, and you actually got a win. And, and I think Jermaine, you jumped in with him too, and y'all both got a win too. Yeah, man, that game is too easy. I mean, Jermaine owned it. Yeah, we were doing pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, like, what did we get? Like sixteen, twenty kills or something like that between the two of us. Yeah, I think you had eleven, and I had eight. Uh, so I mean, we did good. I mean, the good communication was there, and uh, he didn't run off like my other partners and then tell me, "Hey, come on, I'm over here." Oh yeah, no. And we agreed to move at the same time, when to shoot, when not to shoot. And we played in the uh, the no build lobby. It sounds yeah. like Rico was in like the actual like building yeah. one, which yeah. I don't like. Oh, well, you guys are ready. You guys let me know. I'll be happy to sign up with y'all and join up. Oh, that's a lot of fun. I mean, lately, uh, freaking Joe got me back into playing Rainbow Six, so. Oh. <laughs> you played it last night. 
I know I did. I played it last night, and and I remembered how why I stopped playing. I mean, you gotta get good. <laughs> I know, but it's hard to get good when like like uh, I don't know. It's like everybody has a super ability. Well, yeah, because that's the thing about Rainbow Six Siege. Is everyone has their own special gadget. Oh, I know, I know, but it seems like like because I play as Castle and I play as Ash, and I'm like. I'm only good for like breaching and shielding stuff, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so I was telling Antonio, um, because the first time playing last night, I was like, you know, it's more about planning your route and teamwork. Like, you have to have those two things in order to succeed in that game. No, but I think you, I think you, me, and Antonio were the only ones who were actually working as a team. Everyone else is doing their own thing. Yeah. That's the drawback about playing randoms. But what I guess what I appreciate with Rainbow Six is that it does have like a match. Yeah, it does have matchmaking, but it teams you up with whoever's in there. So you could have like some players that are really hard to play against, or they can be just new players too. Kind of like how the old school Call of Duty games used to be, where you'll mm-hmm. be in like a lobby with like one really good player, and like everybody else is just as good as you. Yeah, and, and you know, speaking of Call of Duty, I think I, I finally did it uh, after after a while, and really it's because like mostly all the y'all that I play with don't have Call of Duty anymore, so I just like, well, I'm just gonna t- take it off too. Well, that and because it does take up a lot of space, and like I, I guess but before it never bothered me because um, I was playing on my PS4 and I had my external hard drive, so it wasn't an issue. But on my PS5, I haven't gotten the external hard drive yet, so like that one game is taking up a lot of space and. And now, like, uh, yeah, I recently removed it because the other day, uh, yeah, like, we were going to play on the weekend, but nobody was on. And uh, and I was like, well, I guess I could just play some FIFA. But I took off FIFA because I, I, I had no more space and I had to make room for Fortnite and Rainbow, which for sure, I mean, I'll, I'll play Rainbow. I love Rainbow. That, that game's cool to, cool to me. Uh, Fortnite, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a try. I've never played it. You know, I tried it out. And, you know, I think it might be more fun, of course, when you play, when you play with friends. Um I, I already know I'm gonna suck because I mean just my, from my first experience of it like I'm I don't know all the buttons I don't know like I, I was stuck on that mode of like building stuff and I get apparently yeah. I was playing the the sucky mode of building stuff so uh, I guess I need to try out the other game modes that are available there but yeah for me I guess I'm gonna be moving away from Call of Duty for a while I guess take a break from yeah. it and uh, and uh, you know maybe come back to it later on but for for now I mean I mean I I don't know because it's really hard to Put that game back on when i know it's like what 130 140 gigs of space it's, it's gonna take like, yeah. i mean that's like two three games maybe right there like so i don't know what well, we'll see and then plus i mean we're always talking about call of duty how like not doing too well like it's, it's not as good it's not as fun anymore like it, like it used to be and, and like for me i mean I, I i am i am starting to lose interest in it i mean all due respect to everybody out there who plays the call of duty games who are hardcore gamers of playing that game but for me I mean, I'm starting to lose it for it, uh, and and I guess I guess it's easy for me to to take it off my my console now and and move on to other games. Like yeah, yeah, maybe try Fortnite for sure, and that you might know. be our next game that we play like consistently every day. So I don't know, we'll see. Well, Rico, well, yeah. uh, you saying that now, Activision is going to hear this, and they're going to be like, okay, he likes FIFA. We need to get a bunch of of of, of, of big time soccer players in Call of Duty, just like we did with the NBA Legends. Oh, I mean, they, did. They, they, they did. They did. They got. They got Messi and Na- and Neymar, and uh, and, and. I'm they... done. I'm. I'm done. I'm walking away. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, but they added Kevin Durant recently. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
for for me, I don't care about those characters. Like, I care more about like you know if they brought in more. Like, I guess yeah, what Fortnite's doing. I am bringing in like you know character like comic book characters, superhero characters, or just characters that you see in movies. Like, I, I like that what they're what they're doing. It's pretty cool. Which reminds me, I need to hurry up and buy that Spider Man one because I think I think it's only for a limited time. So I need yeah. I need to hurry up and get it. Um. But but yeah, and and also I, I miss my my weapon that I use in I guess Warzone One. My my retro I call it the retro gun because when you when you kill somebody they explode into pixels and 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 where wherever they died at it said game over. Like I really love love that. I I, I love that weapon. Yeah. yeah, see that's the thing is it seems like Warzone One had a lot of you know th- there's a lot of things to make your own identity and kind of make yourself and kind of you know have something unique to yourself. And then they just kind of threw that away with Warzone 2.0. It's like, it's lost itself in what it was supposed to be. Yeah, none of that stuff carries over to, to the new Warzone. And that's what sucks is you paid for that. That's what makes me mad is you paid for that. Well, yeah, since you paid for it the first time, you can pay for it again the second time. Oh, that's why it doesn't carry over. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like, and I saw, like, just several, like, Reddit forums of just people posting, like, the new blueprints that are out, like they're the exact same one, just a slightly different color. They're reselling again. Uh, and didn't you say they uh they made a BMC pay to win or something? Yep, it definitely oh. no, it definitely is pay to win. Like yeah. like there are gadgets in there that you can start off with every time you play it. So that game is definitely a pay to win now. It's no longer, yeah. I guess, fair anymore. Just know if you're going to be playing DMZ, you're going to be most likely at a handicap because everyone's picking up those blueprints because even though they haven't been really been updating the game all that much, their sales have been going up. And like player count have been, has been dropping, but the profits are the same. So people are buying these packs, definitely. And just not playing. Yeah. <laughs> buying, buying more. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's not an issue that, I mean, I, I do want to throw it out there. Like, it's not an issue that we're not winning because we, I mean, we still win when we play. But I, I, like I said, it's just it's not as fun, I guess, it, anymore. It isn't as cool, well, and and I, I do miss, you know, you know, if they had Rebirth Island or the the, the old smaller maps on there, because like that I I I enjoyed. Like I I did feel like towards the end of Warzone One, I was starting to get a little bit diluted of playing the game. But once we start playing on the smaller maps, it was faster pace. You know, you you run into people more like that. I I enjoyed, and I know Warzone Two has like their own version of that but i don't know it just it ain't the same maybe it's the layout but but again i mean i'm, I'm playing in a minority here because i mean warzone 2 is still doing pretty good right now and uh but for me i mean i think i'm thinking, yeah though i have to step step away take a break from uh call of duty and uh and yeah try something else rainbow fortnite or, or whatever other multiplayer game there is out there yeah i mean for me it was the massive overhaul they had with skill-based matchmaking that they didn't tell anybody about because usually when you're getting better at a game you're rewarded for getting better at the game um but with this one like you're actively being cheated out of getting better basically where your weapon will do reduced damage your weapon will have terrible accuracy even though you're on point you're still gonna be missing your shots and even when you hit your shots it won't do as much damage as it should be doing and someone who's new to the game or not as good as you will be hitting you harder and their accuracy will increase and your hitbox is bigger than them. Like it's just all these things that they threw into skill-based matchmaking that you know now 
more and more uh, gamers and YouTube streamers are finding out, like, no, like, they're actively making sure that you're not doing well in the game. And um, some of these um, blueprint packs, like, they these have an advantage over that, too. So it's kind of a a lose lose situation, and I for me personally, I got tired of it. Like that's why I guess I've stepped that's away ridiculous. from it. Yeah. And something that I've noticed, and I know Jermaine, like you've run into like a lot too. Yeah, the uh, one I noticed the most is whenever uh, if you're better, if you come up against people, you're better. Your hitbox gets bigger while theirs is like sometimes disappears. You know, you'll shoot, you'll hit the bullets, will hit, but no damage is done. Yeah, because like whenever you hit like I guess when you get that hit marker, that X thing, yeah. and like it seems like it's like every like third shot actually hits. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's like you took a uh, marshmallow gun and just started shooting marshmallows at them. But yeah. I mean, I guess that's a good thing about you know Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege is that they don't have anything like that. Like you're 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 gonna get better at the game for playing the game more. And yeah, you'll be playing. You'll be playing against players that are just a lot better than you. But that's also part of the game as well. It's it's never been an issue. So I just don't understand like why Call of Duty had to go away from that. Well, wasn't there uh, maybe it was in the first Warzone where like you bought something and you're trying to get a refund, but they're like, no, we don't get refunds on this or, so, or something like that, right? And and it made, it made you so upset that you took the game <laughs> off for a little bit until we convinced you to bring it back because because you're like, I'm done with this. Like, nah, they. I don't know why they did this. Bitches when we play with you, I was like, fuck, if this is the only game we're playing, I guess I'll come back and play it. But yeah, like I bought a a, a weapon blueprint and everything, and one of the weapons that came with the, with the game, or with that pack, didn't work at all. It just didn't work. And every time I tried to select it, it wouldn't uh, load in with me. I tried, re- reinst- I tried to uninstall it and reinstalling. I tried everything. I even contacted them about it. They're like, well, we, don't, we can't give up refunds for that. And I'm like, well, it's not working. That's why I want to refund it. And so, yeah, then I got really upset. I deleted the game when that happened. Damn, man. I mean, that's just, that's just a war zone. Like, I, I don't know what, what's going on with them. But, but yeah, I'm just I'm stepping away from it, taking a break from it. And for now, I guess it's going to be some, some... Well, I mean, I, I do look forward to playing Rainbow. I, li- I love Rainbow. I think that game's fun. And, and Fortnite, I'm sure... I'm sure I have fun with it. I mean, a lot of people are still playing it. I mean, everybody's still playing it right now. I've never played yeah. it. Or, or you know, we could probably try Apex again. I mean, Apex is pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, I like Fortnite. Uh, it's like, it's like you really don't have to be good or, or bad in the game. You just, just it's, it's maybe just a big old open shooter and just have fun with it. Just, I mean, especially if you have people to roll with, oh, man, you're going to have a blast. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, then, for sure, we got to, you know, team up, get together and, and yeah, try to play that game uh if not i'm gonna play some fifa because i i got rid of fifa but now i'm, I'm gonna get i'm gonna get fifa back because for me fifa's I, I can't i can't do that again i got I, I like playing that game oh uh i think there's gonna be a ghostbusters too i was on a tiktok earlier before i got on oh. here and then, uh, ghostbusters people, four four yeah oh yeah they uh people were uh taking videos of them making the movie Oh, like the set? Yeah, like okay. they were they were driving the uh, the Ghostbusters car, and it was the original. It was the cast from this last one, and uh, so I'm actually excited about that. 
Oh, I yeah. didn't think we were going to get a second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty much, uh, it's. I think it's all on Dan Aykroyd now. Uh, it's like in Ghost House Corp. Uh, or Ghost Corp. I forgot what the production company for Ghostbusters is called. I think it's called Ghost House or Ghost Trap. Um, but pretty much, uh, yeah, that's on Dan Aykroyd now. Uh, he's gonna. He's pretty much spearheading this, and especially after the, uh, especially after Afterlife, which was, oh man, that was really, really, really good of a movie. A really good send off to Harold Ramis. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I'm really excited about this new movie. I don't see it coming out this year though. Uh, everything I've said it's supposed to come out this fall, but they're still filming it. They still gotta go do post production, editing, and all that stuff. That takes a while. I don't think it's gonna be out this year. No, I don't either. I'm thinking next year because everybody I think I saw on is Ghostbusters 2023, but I'm guessing that's they were just tagging it because it's the year 2023. But I say maybe like sometime late next year, which would be pretty cool. I don't, that's just me, but we'll see what the date is whenever they do finally announce it. Yeah, no, I mean that sounds cool. I mean, I I, I like the movie too. It was really good, and uh, I think I even bought it. It was like um, it was so so good and like it, yeah, it was. It did bring a tear to my eyes and a lot of good nostalgia um, from from watching it. It was, it was a really good one. It's one of those weird movies that's for everyone, like regardless of age. Yeah, I think they did a really good job of of this one of a remake, reboot, both uh, of, of of a film. So. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't. It was better than the uh, all women cast one they did. I think they butchered that one on purpose, though. That's just me. <laughs> see, I think I'm. See, that's because I think I'm like the opposite on that one. I like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the Ghostbusters we knew, but it didn't bother me too much. It really didn't. I, I, I didn't mind it. Now, my deal is, I think they tried too hard to be funny. Yeah, like it's like. Yeah, they basically tried too hard, and I know a few of the women on there. They're they're hilarious when I've seen them act in like Saturday Night Live and other yeah. skits and stuff. Yeah, and they're hilarious. They're good, but the, that one it just like they purposely it was like they were set up for failure from the very beginning. Well, I mean, uh, I don't want to. I want to say the director's a bad director because yeah, <laughs> he's actually a really good director. It's just his his comedic timing was just not was not on par this time around. Like. He's good for situational comedy. Like, look at Bridesmaids. Like, it's like the whole Great movie. Yeah, uh, a lot. Of, you know, a lot of his lag. Uh, a lot of his stuff in that movie was all situational comedy. Like the whole, like everybody remembers them. Like you know, you know, throwing up and getting sick from that food that they ate. Uh, it's like at the wedding tr- at the wedding dress place. Everybody remembers that scene. Like Melissa McCarthy, like, 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 like crapping all in that sink or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody remembers that. It's great situational comedy, uh, and good slapstick there. But as far as for uh, yeah, Ghostbusters, I do see where a lot of people didn't like it. I, but I think visually, I think they had a lot of cool visual effects in that movie that were just that really were really cool. Seeing these ghosts brought to life like this, and of course, having Chris Hemsworth be be able to show his comedy chops was 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 really uh, was was really cool because he really wanted to get into comedy because uh, everyone knows him as Thor. <laughs> So, but it was really cool seeing him get a chance to shine his, you know, shine in a comedy route. I know of one movie I want to watch. I know Ashley doesn't want to go watch it for, you know, for obvious reasons. And that's the Flash movie next week. 
Ooh, shit. Yeah, I definitely want to go watch that one. I know me and my son are going uh, Thursday to watch uh, Transformers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. see that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, that that's a great cast. I wanted to go today, but uh, the tickets for today, there was two left, two seats left, and they were literally on opposite ends. Oh, later. Uh-huh. <laughs> Screw that. If I would have bought them, my kid would have been on one side. I would have been on the other. And I would have had everybody, hey, hey, tell my kid, pass the popcorn over here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Don't you grab any. It's like all of them start moving it down the road. <laughs> Everyone taking a bite. It's funny because I annoy my son because I walk into his room and I go, boy, I am Optimus Prime. You are not Optimus Prime, Dad. I know. I'm going away now. <laughs> It's like, it's like, do you want to go see the Transformers? No, I don't want to see the Transformers. Movie. Okay. I could watch it by my damn self then. I'm probably going to go see it by myself. That's a sad thing. Uh, uh, me, and, uh, me and my son make it a thing about going. We think we've seen literally everyone since they started coming out in theaters together. So that, That's good, man. Well, you going to watch the Flash movie then? Yeah, we're going to try to. Mm-hmm. I don't have that much time left with them. I got a little over a month. About three, eight, about six, seven weeks left with him. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my kid has at least promised me. He's he's like, hey, Dad, I know you like Indiana Jones. I'll go watch Indiana Jones with you at the end of the month. He's like, Oof. well, thank you. <laughs> I have um, no interest in watching that one. It's like, it's like, thank you for going to see it for me. Because seeing how I'm going to be spending a lot of money to, to take you to the damn Penny Arcade for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how much money I got left. Yeah, well, I'm I'm also looking forward to the Batman movie or, or the Flash movie. I call it the no, Batman no, no, movie, no, 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 it's the Flash no. movie. <laughs> it's called the Flash, but we're all gonna go see it because of the Batman. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's controversial, like and everything that's been going on with that movie, but that's not everybody else's fault. That's part of the movie. It just goes to show you that Ezra Miller can go to Arkham and come back rehabilitated. It's completely okay. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I don't think it has anything to do with James Gunn run of DC now. No, this is like the last of the Snyderverse remnants. So we'll see how this play. That's the thing is, I'm afraid this movie is gonna just happen, and it's just not gonna have any weight on the future of the DC universe. So I mean, I just, I just, you know, I just got a feeling it's just, it's, it's gonna be a this this great movie that sets up a lot of cool set pieces that are gonna go absolutely nowhere because uh, Gal Gadot is supposed to return as Wonder Woman uh, as a cameo. Of course, you got Ben Affleck coming back as Batman for like a minute. And this is his last role as Bruce Wayne. You just have a lot of people that are just kind of here and, and gone. So and. So it's still up in the air whether or not James Gunn is going to keep Ezra Miller on his Flash, or Jason Momoa is supposed to be Aquaman. Which, from what I'm hearing, he's not going to be Aquaman anymore. He's going to be somebody else now. So it's like, hmm, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, things things are changing, and uh, I know they they mentioned something about this last trailer where like they're they're only going to release this one trailer, and that's it because there's supposedly some big, I guess special ending at the end of this film the the flash 
So and and I guess that they're trying to avoid any kind of spoilers to it. So I don't know if that if this ending is supposed to be something that's gonna connect it to the James James Gunn uh, universe or or what? Because I th I think I've heard that this film is supposed to help start up it because of the the Flash being able to travel in time and that this is this is what sparks the creation of James Gunn's uh, DC universe. But that'd be cool. We'll I think they, were, they had said it right a while back that he goes back and pretty much uh, resets time and everything. Yeah, he's, which, uh, which I think he saves before. his mom. Selfish. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much it's pretty much an adaption of Flashpoint to a point. Man, that's good. I mean, Flashpoint is actually a very good graphic yeah. novel. Yeah. So is the animation. Uh, yeah, yeah, the animation movie is really good. And I can see James Gunn keeping this universe not alive but like in his back pocket like if he ever wants to cross the multiversal kind of arc he can still yeah. do that well i mean supposedly uh they were supposed to work with grant gustin as well uh the tv uh, the, the uh, cw flash which is wrapped Ooh. up here recently no, <laughs> shut up <laughs> no uh uh they were supposed to work with him and then somehow incorporate him into the whole movie as well as a cameo because like because Ezra Miller showed up on an episode of The Flash for like half a second and that's oh, how that's the, yeah and that's how The Flash got his name um it's like for the movie universe he's like oh that's awesome uh yeah. so, but yeah but of course that was right before Ezra Miller had his issues <laughs> yeah everything that went down with that yeah, yeah. But of course, Grant Gustin's done with the Flash, uh, which, by the way, he kept the ring. By the way, that's uh, one of the things he pocketed from the set. He, uh, it was uh, uh, Grant Gustin did an interview. He kept the ring. So I'm curious whether or not Ezra Miller is going to be done with the Flash. I wonder what he pocketed from the set. Other people. <laughs> Other people. <laughs> he kidnapped most of the staff. <laughs> I'm a collector. And one thing I like seeing is whenever these actors are retiring, these characters that they portray, that they're cool with it being somebody else taking on that role. Like, don't just retire the character altogether. Like, bring somebody else in to take over that role. Marvel, take a note. I'm just saying, yep. take a note. We we had this discussion. Yeah, I mean, I'm only saying that because, yeah, like, uh, Dave Bautista and Zoe Saldana and James Gunn all said that about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah, they're their version of these characters are done, but doesn't mean the character themselves are done. And so, you know, I'm I'm okay with new Superman, new Batman, and all them. Even though Henry Cavill was perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 dog. No, it's all about Dean Kane. Oh, all about my... that Dean Kane. Get out of here. <laughs> TV <laughs> Superman. Hey, 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 there's two TV Superman. Three Superman. Three TV Superman. I just forgot about Tom Welling. But the... But the Superman they have right now, well, before, well, it's just not anymore because CW wanted to cancel everything. Uh, this uh, th this last one they had, Tyler, I can't pronounce his last name without sounding like I'm about to hawk a loogie. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he was pretty good. I liked him. Yeah, we'll see what the future holds with DC, but I am, I, I am going to go watch that movie, The Flash, by, by myself. Same. 
Um, oh, actually, actually, no. I, um, when that trailer came on, I was telling my wife about it, and she was like, she wants to watch it. And I was like, oh, okay. But I think she wants to watch it because, I mean, she did see uh, Michael Keaton Batman. I think a lot of us did. Like, uh, yeah. all kids, all adults our age have seen it. And I think she, she wants to see it. She really wants to see it because of that. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't know he was back. And she was like, oh, now, now she's intrigued and she wants to watch it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then, yeah, we definitely got to come out and, uh, and watch it. Because like, and I was talking about Flashpoint and about the comic. And, she, and now, oh, yeah, she wants to watch it, too. She wants to see it. It's like, oh, cool. Awesome. Yes, welcome to my world. Yes, come in. Yes. Just so everyone knows, Flashpoint is on HBO Max. Or I guess yeah, it's no, now no, it's no. called Max. I was about to say, yeah. it's not called HBO Max anymore, <laughs> sir. It is Max. Do the Max. You know what's funny is that that me, my son, and uh, Zach and Brady, we were all watching uh, watching um, um, The Flashpoint Paradox, which is the animated film. And <laughs> I had to pause it because of the fact that, that Brady was like, like, hey, I got to ask, what does Barry's mother have to do with everything that happens in this movie it's like, complicated it's I was like, really I, complicated on like yeah, why that all like, happened it's like some timely what it said is i tried to explain it that way she's like i just think she said that's just lousy writing because there's, there's no way barry's mother could cause that much of a ripple in time that would affect superman's origins and whether yeah. or not aquaman and wonder woman got together and i'm like this is well no like it's always that thing about time travel you change one thing could have drastic consequences yeah the butterfly effect yeah but i'm like it's his mom <laughs> he's selfish man yeah mm -hmm. back in time to save his mom it's like nah man the nah. world ends nora has to die <laughs> Yeah, like I know with with that, yeah, it was a little complicated when that happened, but that's why Rebirth, where DC Rebirth and those graphic novels came into play and actually helped elaborate on what happened. Hopefully, they can do something like that with this movie. No, no, dude, Rebirth, uh, yeah, Rebirth happened because of the fact that New Fifty Two, like, was like, like you know, this, this is too dark and complicated because we, we had to make up an excuse for that. It's all Doctor. It was let's blame it on Doctor Manhattan. From the, from the Watchmen, he's the reason why everybody's all dark and broody. So, but yeah, Rebirth. Uh, if you guys have not read anything about Rebirth, Rebirth is kind of like DC's apology for New Fifty Two. Uh, it's like, hey, we're gonna tell, we're gonna tell the, the, these heroic stories again with not as much dark and broodiness as possible. But in conclusion, watch the movie on Max. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a whole series of stuff you can watch. In fact, uh, uh, there's a whole timeline you can actually watch um, that you can actually have a really a good enjoy, enjoyful universe of movies to watch. So yeah, check it out. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and close this episode, put it in the shelf and finish and complete a, another season of the Unsung Gamers podcast for season three. Also, please remember we do well, we will have a bonus episode in July and August, one episode each month, and then we will be back in September for season four. Um, I do want to give a thanks to everybody again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the followers and listeners, and especially our friends out there who were initially gamers, then we became friends, who have been supporting us since, since the beginning. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Uh, and with that, I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to my fellow co-hosts here for some final words, starting with Buttered Biscuits. All right, guys. You know, I just want to say thank you guys so much for this great season. It's been a fantastic season. I think we've really grown, uh, especially with the people we've added to this cast coming in and out. Um, I think we are, we are by far... I don't want to toot our own horn or everything, but I'm going to say something that's already been told me to me several times. I think we are pretty much the the most easiest to listen podcast. I think uh, when it comes to gaming and stuff, because we're just casual, just people that we're just regular guys that have known each other for twenty something years that that still play games together and and still know about you know the stuff out there. And it's just I think I I think. That's what everybody enjoys is just us talking and because it feels like they're listening into a real good conversation of just among friends and and I really dig everybody supporting us and in, in all of our endeavors, especially the twitch streams with Jose and everybody on on a, on a uh, the the Unsung gamers TV uh, twitch channel and I've started getting into streaming too and I really hope you guys come check us out while, during the during the off time uh, on both channels, both butter biscuits gaming. Uh, as well as unsungamers.tv. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and say thank you all again. I love you all. I can't wait to return next season. Um, Until then, take care, guys. Stay buttery fresh. Awesome, awesome. And Nando? Oh, yeah, no, I appreciate everything that we've done so far and looking forward to doing bigger and better things, or I guess good things that we're all doing. And, you know, just, I guess, a follow for the Twitch feed in case you know, if anybody's ever wondering whenever I'm live streaming a solo game, like, yeah, I don't talk over it unless I'm actually getting asked a question specifically. I feel like me talking over a game is kind of distracting. Just want to make sure everyone knows about that. Just because, like, there's no audio for me doesn't mean I'm not actually playing a game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I just pre- appreciate everybody, like, following us and checking checking us out and hopefully we'll start playing some more Fortnite and some Rainbow Six Siege pretty soon, maybe Apex again. And who knows, maybe I'll come out of retirement and play Street Fighter again. What? And we'll, and we'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, former tournament champion here might come out of retirement. Oh no. I better I better clinch my pearls. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna step it up. It'll take me some time, but I'll come back at, I'll come back into it if I decide to pick up Street Fighter Six. But yeah, you know, as always, the finance don't allow Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And then and along with that, I just want to add that we are we will be working on the schedule as well so people will know what games we'll be playing. So in case you're wondering. And with that, let's pass it on to Jermaine. Yeah, I wanna appreciate you guys letting me back on. Uh see what we talk about next season. Look forward to more episodes. So hopefully I can be a little bit more consistent when we come back. Uh, appreciate it again. Uh, been enjoying it. Hopefully, you get to enjoy it some more. Awesome, awesome. And real quick, we do want to give a shout out to Jermaine's son, Jermaine Jr., out there. Thank you for everything you do and thank you for your service out there, good sir. And good luck out there. Thanks. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess for, for me, I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier. Thank you again for everything and thank you for supporting us. You know, check us out on sungamers.com. All of our social media is there. Check out, we're going to start posting up blog posts. Nando, we've been discussing, he's going to start posting oh, some more of his reviews since he's been playing like a thousand games almost like every year. So I know he has a lot, a lot to say about all of them. 
uh, as well, we'll be, we'll be posting up too. It won't be just about games. It'll be about comics or entertainment or movies or just just about anything. Just so if you get bored, you can check it out, t- take a read, and let us know what you think. Um, and also, I do want to say real quick, you know, Black Mirror is coming back for well, season five. So check it out, June 15th. I'm going to be checking it out. I'm a big fan of it. And I guess until then, you know, check us out on Sun Gamers TV. Check out Butter Biscuits, um, his streaming service as well. And as always, thank you again for everything. Everybody out there, we are the Unsung Gamers, saving the world one game at a time. Bye. Bye.